weekend. This is kind of it was kind of a big week for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of big items happened mm-hmm. um, on Tuesday, my thirtieth anniversary. Been yes. married thirty years to my wife. Congratulations! Yeah. And you know, I saw the picture on Facebook. She looks the same. She does. <laughs> Uh, wh- what, you are you, do- what are you saying, Dave? <laughs> What's that implication? <laughs> what are you saying? Let me take the layer of this onion off. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, 30 years, 30 pounds. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> it's your own ESPN 30 for 30. <laughs> but it was also uh, my mom's birthday, and my mom right. turned 80. 80. Right. Which, you know, if you do the math, that means my mom was only 50 when we got married. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't know. Well, well, she was a late menopausian. But think about that. I mean, she, my mom was eight years younger than we are right now when her son got married. Yeah. I'm, I guess my, my boys are old enough to get married, but. Uh, well, you're, so your mom was 20. She was, she had, she was 21, almost 22 when I was born. I know she was young. Uh, anyway, Minutia Men is up next. Uh, but first, listen to this other fine Opie show. I'm Howard Sudbury. Good for you. Oh, and I'm Steve Baskerville. On uh, the next Back to You, we're going to talk about the holidays. We're going to talk about snoring on airplanes. We're going to find out what precipitation pie is. Persimmon. You just spoiled it. I mean, it is absolutely riveting. My goodness. That's on the next Back to You with... With a lot of luck, the Steve Baskerville. <laughs> and I'm Howard Sudbury. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to You, an Opie show, only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. You know, at my mom's birthday, uh, I had to give a speech, you know, a toast. We sure. invited a bunch, you know, like 40 or 50 people. Right. Um, and, you know, was And safe. you're known for your death work. Right. <laughs> I am. I am. So they figured how hard, you know, see, he can, he can change it up a little bit. <laughs> have you d- ever done a, a speech for a live person? Or? I have once before, okay. uh, but she asked me to do like right. a quick little, you know, toast. And so I did a top 10 list of, uh, uh, life wisdom that I learned from my mother. Oh, okay. Sure. All right. I'm not going to do all 10. I'll do a couple of yeah. them for you. All right. Um, there is right. And there is wrong, okay. right? There is no in between. Where was she from? <laughs> Germany, right? Her moral compass is always pointing <laughs> due north, and and I found that out the hard way uh, during senior ditch day <laughs> when she wouldn't call me in. Did you? Uh, did, what about when they when you got busted for going to Florida during spring break? Yeah, I found that out then too. <laughs> um, we don't have time for you to list all the things. All right. Uh, here's another one. If you wake up after 8 a.m., you are officially sleeping your life away. Right. When people tell you a time to show up, they don't really mean it. They mean 30 minutes before that. That That is what my mom. <laughs> but but, but we, we would be going to like her. You know, her, like her cancer doctor. Uh-huh. She's like, well, we got to get there a half hour early. Why? We are going to wait easily an hour later. <laughs> My mom is the same way. Here's another one. Gray hair is caused by bad children. <laughs> okay. Well, right. Yeah. Uh, when you worry aloud about something bad happening, you are drawing the devil 
on the wall. That's the that's the, that's the German. Yeah, okay. right. Now I never saw the devil on her wall, but she does wash her walls all like the every time, day, right? all the time. Um, you know the old philosophical question: if a tree falls in the forest, right. does mm-hmm. it make a sound? She has a slight twist on that. Yeah. That hers is: if a leaf falls, rake it immediately. <laughs> right. <laughs> And do it right, Rick. Right. Uh, it's okay to speak German and it's okay to speak English, but you probably shouldn't do them in the same sentence at the same time. And uh, I promised her that I would not tell the story of the time she told Peter not to shit out the gravy. So I won't. I won't tell you. I won't tell that story because that embarrasses me. You know what? Uh, some of the wisdom that I learned from my mom, um, slightly different. Never drink water after eating fruit or you'll get diarrhea. Yeah. Okay. Is that is that yeah. a German thing? I've heard that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I haven't. And to this day, I'm pushing 60. Yeah. I, I just don't do it. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. I, just like, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure it's not true. <laughs> right. But I'm way. not going to tempt it. Yeah. I don't need any help in that department. All right. Well, we have, uh, we have a show to do. We've got uh, minutia to give people. So why don't, you, why don't you lay them on it? You know, Rick, you know that I'm a big fan of a good hoodwinking. Of course. Right. Uh, I'm yeah. all about a righteous bamboozle or a horn swoggle. <laughs> yes, you are. I, I went on the thesaurus before. I yes, I know. And this swindle comes out of the Midwest. Michigan woman pleads guilty after trying to have ex-husband killed through the fake website rentahitman.com. <laughs> rentahitman.com. <laughs> a Michigan woman could spend up to nine years in prison for trying to get her ex-husband clipped. Wait. Let me guess. This is not a real website. <laughs> Wendy Lynn Wine of 52, or 52 of South Rockford used a fake website called rentahitman.com uh-huh. to try to solicit the murder of her former husband. As people do. <laughs> she used a pseudonym, but entered her real information, including her address and phone number at the end of the service request. Well, Dave, if you're going to hire a hitman, you have to actually talk to him at some point. <laughs> we are not dealing with a Mensa member here. Yeah. Uh, sadly for her, like I mentioned, the Rent-A-Hitman domain was just a wacky website created by a guy named Bob Innes, uh-huh. who is a security, a cybersecurity test engineer. After wine... Oh, it wasn't the FBI? I thought for sure no. this was an FBI No, no, thing. no. no. So, listen to this. Okay. Story. So, after Wine's inquiry, Innes contacted the Michigan State Police, who contacted Wine and posing as someone from the website. You know, like, hi, Wendy, it's Dave here. I'm yeah. following up on your inquiry. How are you today? Right. <laughs> do you have any preferences for the kind of hitman you'd right. like? What yeah. kind of grave do you want? A six foot? An eight foot? It's a little extra for the eight foot. Uh, so, they, uh, like I said, the undercover detective then ended up meeting with Wine in a cafe. Where, And I wonder if he probably paid. That's what good salespeople do, yeah. right? Yeah, you think. Uh, where she said she wanted to have her ex-husband murdered. She gave the detective his home address, his work address, his work schedule, description, the whole deal. She also said that she would pay five grand for the murder and gave 200 bucks as a down payment. 200 bucks? Whatever happened to half down? <laughs> You're right. What, 200 bucks? Yeah. I mean, come on. So Wine was charged with solicitation of murder um, and using a computer to commit a crime. She pleaded guilty to both charges on Friday. Um, and on June 13th, she is going to be um, sentenced on okay. June 13th. So I took the liberty during the show prep to go uh-huh. on the website, and it is live, rentahitman.com, and I made a couple of notes. Okay? All right. Um, had Wine been paying attention, she probably would have noticed there's a couple of red flags on the site here uh-huh. that indicate that this might not be true. Like it says, this is not true. <laughs> <laughs> it says we're HIPAA approved. You know, HIPAA. Yeah. Right. Okay. But then there's a little note underneath that says, 
HIPAA stands for Hitman Information Privacy and Protection Act of 1964, right? Also, also the oh, web for God's sake. Also, the website has a section promising group and senior discounts, which I like to call their AARIP discounts. Oh, very nice. Um, and also, there's testimonials on the site, like this one from a Mister Kansas. Uh, my business schedule is too busy to get my hands dirty with pesky human resource issues. So I consulted with RAH and they handled my disgruntled employee issue promptly while I was out of town. Gracias, RAH. Um, so in an interview with Rolling Stone, the owner of the site, Bob Innes, uh-huh. recounted that he came up to the, to, with the idea after playing paintball with a couple of buddies. Okay. okay. So they... Went to play paintball. They probably got liquored up, and they created this website as purely as shtick. Right? Yeah, sure. And they forgot about it for basically two and a half years. They put it up there. <laughs> they're, ha, like, ha. they're like you. <laughs> right. this, is, this is like the pothole store. <laughs> so, so they forget it for about like two and a half years until someone inquir- had an inquiry to buy the domain name. Okay, so they revisit the website, and he found about three hundred emails. From people that had, they must have put like a, for more information, <laughs> oh about, and never checked that email address. And That's there hilarious. 300 emails there. Some of the emails here, they're, how much to perform a hit in Austria? Do you, <laughs> do you service minors? Are you hiring? But this is my favorite one. Do you kill field goal kickers? Oh, it, was know, that from Chicago? Possibly after a playoff game wow. a couple of years ago. Cody Parkey, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, wow. So I decided, actually, now there's a, an inquiry spot. Yeah. Um, so I decided to make an inquiry online. Um, and it asks you to you know, describe who you're going to whack. Yeah, sure. So I put in a little, little uh, late middle-aged white male with a limp caused by gout. <laughs> hey. Who, who never leaves his basement. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Target moves very slow. <laughs> Whoa. Hey. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> so there you go. Wow. Rentahitman.com. It is on the web and it's not even the dark web. It's the it's the surface web. You can well, the on. joke's on you because I don't have a limp right now and I'm pretty fast. All right. Well, I have a story for you. Um, you I know that you are an aficionado of Arby's. If you had to pick like a fast food joint uh arby's would definitely that's yours and the problem with chicago there's not a lot of arby's in the city of chicago well you're gonna love this Mm -hmm. story because arby's curly fries which are beloved by fans like you i'm I'm also the potato cakes are pretty damn good too yeah i know but this is about the curly fries uh it is now a flavor that is entering in the world of spirits that's right the fast food chain is launching two new 80 proof vodkas inspired by curly fly fries and the crinkle cut fries. It's called the curly fry vodka. Yeah. I just threw it in my mouth. That <laughs> doesn't sound awful. <laughs> the curly fry vodka is a subtle tribute to its namesake made with real kosher salt and sugar to honor the rich tradition of the salted potato shapes. According to the press release. Now, I have a one word, word response to this, and that is no, <laughs> no. To further explain, no. The fast food world and the alcohol world yeah, must so, forever remain separate. Well, until you get really liquored up and then you have to eat fast food. But, you know, that's different. Right. It's two entities. That's different. Right, you, right. Don't, you don't, you, you don't, you know, I, I will not consume McNugget julep. So, you know, I will not have a Whopper whiskey. I don't want a Bloody Mary Frosty or a Sangria Slider or a... What about a Big Mac Helen? Yeah. 
a chalupa chardonnay no i don't want a foot-long italian bmt maria i don't want any of this uh, a wendy frosty lager <laughs> all we all we're saying is it's right. time for this to be right taken off arby's the you pick your lane <laughs> Stoli, you pick your lane, and we're just not gonna. And never the twain shall meet. Yeah. All right, we have any reviews of this show? Yeah, we actually just had one a couple of days ago. Electric Mana writes, "Leave it to Rick and Dave to make a national tragedy sound fun." I don't know what he was talking about. Oh, maybe with the okay. JFK. I don't know. I mean, I think we've probably made fun of okay. multiple. It could be anything. National. Tragedies. It could be anything. And so, well, thank you very much. If you like Minutia Man, be sure to check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. You can pick out your favorite new show at opishows dot com. Remember, opi is hippo backwards. O p p i h shows dot com. And one of the shows you can check out is Back to You, and they're actually back. They're back. Right. Uh, Howard Sudbury is Steve Baskerville. Great guys. Great guys. Chicago uh, legends. They are. They are. And their show is back, and you right. can check it out. If at you're Opie over shows. 48, you know who they are, probably. That's true. Uh, That's true. And probably younger, too, I would think. Well, none of my students watch TV. I know. I know. Tell the story about the Beatles and your students. Yeah, so every year I... I don't know. I I basically teach what I want to teach. Yeah, teach. In right. this particular class, it was classic rock, which has no relation to the subject that uh-huh. I. Um, and I always ask, name me the four Beatles, and I let the whole class do get it. in on it. Yeah. Right, and they always get Lennon. John right. Lennon is always the top. Uh-huh. Paul McCartney, but then there's always kind of a weird spelling of the last name, like okay. McCartney or whatever. Yeah, okay. Ringo something. Yeah, right, good. right, and they never get George. <laughs> Poor George. <laughs> Never get George. Poor George. That's not fair. All right, it's time for another feature. We call this the Studio Walls. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the Studio Walls. So this is the part of the show where we reach into the uh, Rick and Dave archives. And I, what happens, we'll take you inside the, inside the show. I the sausage is made. I sent Dave a list of the things that are on, mm-hmm. you know, uh, this week, this whatever. week in our calendar. And we had some good stuff. We this, These are the ones that he said no to. Dave said no to the Jimmy Pearsall story mm-hmm. uh, from Eric Soderholm because it was Jimmy Pearsall's birthday this week. He said no to the uh, story of the movie Tangled, which is, was released by Disney. That was Glenn Slater, right? We had Glenn the, Slater the on, the, the, the guy who wrote the songs. He said no to the Comedy Central debuting, which uh, we had uh, Ryan Beck, right. one of the writers right. from there. Uh, he said no to Mortal Kombat. I'm, I'm a tough mark. You are. He said no to Mortal Kombat uh, anniversary with Richard Epcar, was with one of the voices, voices yeah. of that. He said no to the release of Beatles, I'm a Loser. Uh, which right. It was the interview with Paul McCartney. I'm like, get that dude out of here. That was Yesterday's Carl, news. Carl Giamarisi, he, he, he also did that. You said no to Mickey Mouse because yeah, it's Mickey Mouse's birthday this week and Johnny Kemper did a, yeah. a Mickey Mouse review. You said no to Toy Story being released <laughs> because we had Debbie Derryberry who did the voices of the aliens. Yeah. yeah. And you said no uh, to Mob Jason appearing on the Larry Potter show. And, you know, we've had the mob guys on. Yeah. We, we published their I, book. But what did I say yes to? Well, you said yes to uh, 1983. The movie Christmas Story came out. And we had Zach Ward, who the, played the bully. Uh, t- tell everybody a little bit about uh, him while I 
Well, find the, the find the, the I, file that you yes, should have exactly. had before. Well, Zach Ward, as Rick mentioned, is the um, played the bully. Yep. Uh, in the red hair. What's um, Zach Farkas? No, no, uh, Scott Scott Farkas. Scott Farkas. Farkas. The actor's name is Zach Ward. So Scott Farkas. Right. Um, and we had him on, and um, I wouldn't say he was a nice guy. <laughs> he was not a nice guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as a matter of fact, well, let's just play yeah. it. Here we go. When that movie came out, did you have any idea that all these years later it would still be this huge? Yeah, actually, I wrote it all down because I have the ability to see the future. Okay. <laughs> I think he's being sarcastic. Such a good question. Such a good question. And I, actually, uh, I figured out I figured out Google and Amazon, uh-huh. and I'm a uh-huh. billionaire because of my prognostications. Yes. Wow. Okay. I think he's okay. calling yeah. you an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Rick Rick asked that question. Dave did not ask that question. Yeah. Wait a hang on. I'm, I'm crossing off uh, questions on my list here. Hold on a second. <laughs> this is going to be like let a nine-minute interview. Let me, let me ask you a question. Yeah. When you were 13 years old, did, yeah. did you know that you were going to be some kind of loser doing a podcast <laughs> in your mom's basement? Now, oh, it's <laughs> funny, funny you say okay, that. Now you yeah. really did. Now, that's a, that cuts a little too close to home, pal. Uh, <laughs> we actually are in Rick's mom's basement right now because of uh, construction work with the other studio. Yeah, I so, I mean, that hurts. You know, I, if, if you tell me that a 55-year-old man doing a podcast from his mother's basement is a loser right. then I've got some problems <laughs> yeah, yeah, right because that that to me spells success yeah okay Joe Rogan <laughs> so you really are a dick that in real life basically he wasn't acting he was not acting that was real <laughs> That is, you know, we've done hundreds of interviews. That is the one that that went off a rail faster than any other I, one. I, I remember your face after you asked that question, and, when, and, and you were, you know, were hanging onto that, and then you could, you know, you could tell the the, the off ramp there, and then you just like, like, oh boy, here we go. He really was a dick, and but that I, is but a cool dick. I mean, and that's uh, the only person you've ever called a dick live to their face. Yeah. Do we call Anthony Scaramucci? No, no, I we don't did. Think cri- so. We did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, round it was understood. <laughs> it was understood. Oh boy. Uh, anyway, we still have more show. <sighs> Believe it or not, there's even more. Uh, tell us uh, some of the things. Well, give me a sentence uh, describing what you've got. Another million dollar idea. Okay. Wow. And I've got a once in a lifetime show. And we also have some sad news to share with you. That's uh, coming up. Uh, and and there's there's so much more. Uh, stay with us. Quick, Lou, what's your favorite car color? I'd say Lou likes blue. Lou likes blue? Eh, Blue's pretty good, but really, I prefer silver. But regardless of our color preferences, when it comes to cars, you'll never know what you'll hear on the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Silver. Really? Silver? And we're back. By the way, you picked that clip because it makes me look stupid, <laughs> right? Well, you, you cracked the code. <laughs> it only took first. You, you tried to send a hitman to kill me, <laughs> and now you picked the clip that makes me look like an idiot. Yeah. I'm on to you. Well, it only took you nine months to realize it. Um, Brazil. What do you love about Brazil? Oh, I love it all. You know who I love? The girl from Ipanema. Is that Brazil? I think so. No, I think it's Hawaii, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 
I like the nuts. No, it can't be Hawaii because they sing it in Spanish or Portuguese. They sing it in Portuguese. Anyway, next time we talk to Zach Ward, make sure you (laughs) sing that to him. Well, here's a story out of Brazil. All right. After awarding his wife twice, Brazilian President Bolsonaro awards himself the Medal of Scientific Merit. Well, right? Yeah. So President, is it Jair? Jair? What's his first name? I have no idea. J-A-I-R. Yeah, Jair, probably. We'll call him Shecky. President Shecky Bolsonaro (laughs) decorated and presented himself with the Medal of the National Order of Scientific Merit in the the class of the Grand Cross, the highest of the honorific commendations that can be bestowed upon a human being in Brazil. Before you continue, Ipanema is in Brazil, (laughs) so suck on that, pal. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The self-homage was made official by a presidential decree dated last Wednesday. Um, the National Order of Scientific Merit, as I mentioned, is an honorary order granted to the Brazilian and foreign personality as a form of recognition for their scientific and technological contributions to the development of science and the earth in Brazil. Oh, okay. That's nice. Oddly, yeah. the decree does not mention what contributions Bolsonaro justified <laughs> that justified the honor. Um, and w- why, you ask? Why do you think they didn't mention yeah. anything? Because he hasn't done shit. As a matter of fact, he is like one of those science deniers, and Brazil has the worst <laughs> COVID. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. But this is the way to do it. If you're going to run a country, you give yourself an award. Oh, absolutely. Right. right. Uh, you don't do like uh, Muammar Gaddafi did. Remember him from Libya? Yeah. He named himself Colonel, Colonel Gaddafi. Yeah, right. Like, right. you're in charge of the country. <laughs> right. Go to general at least. <laughs> exactly. Why should what, I... Tra- what, what, Colonel? Right. I mean, what an idiot. Well, a Colonel... Remember when you used to play strategic... Uh, s- uh, what was it? Stratego. S- Colonel was like, you got killed by everybody, yeah, didn't I mean, you? No, Colonel was only the number two. The, the, no. no, it was number the mar- three. Marshall was number... Yeah, it was yeah. number three. Right. So, ah. anyway. um, so, that got me thinking. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, he um, last year awarded his wife... Yeah. This award twice. <laughs> he must have left the seat up and he's like, right, exactly. Oh, crap. Give her another one. <laughs> just we get, just gave her one. Give her another get one. Get her off my back. <laughs> but this got me thinking. Uh, thinking. You know, uh-huh. it's been a couple of weeks since we flopped out a million dollar idea. Mm-hmm. Right. How about starting a, a website? Fake awards for your resume dot com. Oh, OK. And I, by the way, I checked. And it's now ours for eight ninety nine. Did you really buy oh, yeah. it? Okay. Oh, yeah. So let's say you need a math award. One of these days, I'm going to go look through our expenditures yeah. and find it, some of these. Uh, so you need a math award? Yeah. hundred bucks, you can win the prestigious Kempfer Award for advancements in the field of differential <laughs> equations. Right? You're just mocking me because I, I gave $20 to, to less to one of our uh, uh, book signers yesterday. Yes, we had a book signing yesterday yeah. and a guy bought... Actually, a radio star here right? who kind of just roasted yeah. us on the air. Yeah. Um, he bought what? Two books? He bought two books, gave me $100. And you gave him 40 bucks and back. I gave him 40 bucks back. <laughs> and he didn't notice. <laughs> you were like, hey, hey, dummy. Um, I'm sorry. Well, Go what ahead. about the, the the David Stern Gold Medal awarded for exceptional exceptional achievement under stress while under stress? Okay. Right? That's good. Because I'm very great. Oh, stress. you are. The Bridget Kempfer Medal for punctuality. <laughs> 
she's downstairs. <laughs> the Michelle Haley's third award for achievement and non-passive aggressive speech. Oh, that's good. That's good. Wow. Well, so we could make, you know, we could make these plaques. We could send out a press release, a hundred bucks, put it on an official looking website. They put it on their resume. I actually think this is a million dollar uh, isn't idea. Isn't that a great idea? That's, that's really yeah. smart. All right. We're going to work on that. Okay. In fact, let's drop the podcast thing and just go right with that. All right. I have a, a story about a, a once in a lifetime show that, that, that everyone that was there will never forget. It's a rock show. Have you ever heard of the band Brass Against? Uh, I heard about them last week for the reason why I think you're going to talk about okay. it. All right. Well, it's a group. I that, knew nothing about them beforehand. They're a group that's known for their brass covers of songs uh, f- from bands like Tool, Rage Against the Machine, Black Sabbath, you know, like you know, mm-hmm. hardcore songs. And they uh, recently have been recruited by Tool as the opener for their European tour next year. Although I think that may not be happening anymore <laughs> based on what happened here. On Thursday, singer Sofia Yurista did something a little unusual during their cover uh, of Rage Against the Machine's Wake Up. She invited a fan to come on stage and lie down. Then she stood over him Mm -hmm. and pulled her pants down and peed all over his face. Who doesn't? Yeah. As she was singing, while she was singing. And then she pulled her pants back up, and the man was ecstatic. He stood up, and he spit spit it out at the audience and raised his arms in the air. Now it took place uh, in Rockville Festival at uh, Daytona Beach, Florida, which, you know, is perfect, right? Here's the funny part. The scene was live streamed. They were on... Live streamed? Exactly. (laughs) They were on Twitch. It was live streamed, and then they had to cut it off midstream. Anyway, Brass Against has apologized about the incident. We're truly sorry. This is not who we are as a band. We had a great time last night at Welcome Rockville. Sophie got a little carried away. <laughs> she got a little carried away, and that's not something we expected. Uh, she had some cranberry juice before the show. <laughs> but let me say this. We would not be talking about this band if she didn't do this. All publicity is good publicity. You know, the Who, the first time they smashed their instruments, right, they, they thought, oh, well, this is stupid. Why are we doing right. this? They they have, may- right. I, I'm saying this is your signature moment. Embrace it. Because. Yeah, yeah you're never going to. You're, you're, you're unique. Well, you can also add some other songs into there. You know, like, you know, when the levee breaks Zeppelin. <laughs> right. That would be yeah, a, that's a, a good idea. A don't stand so close to me. <laughs> good. Uh, good. Shake it off. Taylor Swift. Good. You know, go uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they, they've really. Got, they've got a huge range. Uh, <laughs> Purple Rain. I mean, Love Rain over at me. I mean, there's a ton oh, of songs that they You're totally right. Okay. My Ding-A-Ling, uh, Chuck Berry. We got to stop this because we've just given away another million dollar idea. Well, and if you're going to and if you're gonna perform to, let's say, a venereal disease convention, yeah. uh, Burning for You, <laughs> Blue Oyster Cult. Very nice. I've got 73 of them. Do <laughs> I, no, I think that's enough. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyway, it's time for another feature. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where we, it's turned into like a uh, a listener request uh, yeah. segment. Um, and we did have something prepared here for uh, Billifer. Uh, Billifer, I just want to say thanks again for sending in your letter we'll, we'll get to it next week um, but right before we went on today we found out that uh, one of our previous guests mick rock who is a, uh, a photographer 
um, passed away this morning. So, um, first of all, you condolences know, to his family. He was a very nice man. I mean, we really, I, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I, of all the interviews we've done, it was one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a, a, a heck of a great guy. And I want to play just a little clip here from uh, the interview. If you want to find it, Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview. It's the 47th episode, episode 47. And here's a little clip uh, from that episode. His name uh, is Mick Rock. He's known as the man who shot the 70s. It's not a gun reference. He's one of the great rock photographers. He photographed David Bowie, Lou Reed, Iggy Pop, uh, Sid Barrett from Pink Floyd. Queen. Sid Vicious from the Sex Pistols. Many the more. Ramones. I mean, you, the, I, you yeah, name it. still shoot. I still shoot. Right. That, I know. That man who shot the 70s thing what is good for museums and galleries and the book people like it a lot. But it's, you know, sometimes I go, oh, shit. <laughs> I just did a shoot yesterday. <laughs> Sounds like they fucking put me out the past years ago. Yeah, but I mean, if you've got a decade that you own, you know, you should go with it. I mean, you own a decade. Well, I don't have any option. So yeah. I do. Right. Did, this... you see, did you check out the documentary? No. No, we we have not seen the documentary. Although we wanted to talk to you about it, yeah. um, it was at. Uh, yeah, if you go on Netflix, yeah, oh. look at and shots. It's you know bang bang click click, um, and it's on Netflix. Yeah, S H O T exclamation mark. Oh, okay, well, I guess with a name like Mick Rock, you really had no choice but to follow a career I was like fucked. this. <laughs> yeah, From right. Beginning, yes. Well, thank God your name wasn't Sheldon Podiatrist, right? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been an interesting name. Very memorable. <laughs> <laughs> so you have, you know, as we as we mentioned, you've worked with some of the greats. Uh, you know, of those greats, yeah. Who is your favorite or with most? Uh, I guess you can't. You know, you don't have a fa- you know oh, favorite no. kid. But, yeah. But you know, no, it's like the wives and girlfriends. I <laughs> yeah. Mean, I love them all. Right. Well, okay. Which but one? Do you really? Do you do you really <laughs> love them all, or are there some that were a little well, bit I'll difficult? The the thing about in the early days is we were all. You know, within a few years, we were all similar ages. So I would, ha- and of course, there was the other factor, which was, you know, stimulants. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm retired, other than a puff here and there, I'm retired from all that for the last 23 years. Because in 96, I had heart bypass surgery. Oh, boy. And that yeah. was God's way of saying, yeah, no more, Mick. Right. Yeah, wake up, yeah. everybody. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> no, he said, if 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 you're leaving town, you're not fucking coming here. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> if you want to listen to it, there's some great stories in there. There's a story about Lou Reed. I I went through it and listened to it this morning. It's a great story. I didn't play it for you because it's like seven minutes long, but I highly recommend you go check it out. It's a Minutiaman Celebrity Interview with rock star photographer Mick Rock. And and like he had mentioned, Netflix has a documentary. It's called Shot. Yeah. And it's fantastic. It really is great. And he was a great guy. He... He put our interview on his website. Yeah, he would tweet us all the time. Yeah, I mean, um, he he really liked us, and we liked him. Yes. So uh, please check Good that out. Good to his family. And yes. All right, if you go to the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview right now, uh, you're going to find an interview on there that uh, uh, is an interesting mm-hmm. uh, 
30 minutes of your time. It's uh, Dan Butler. And tell everybody who Dan Butler is. Uh, he's probably best known for the television show Frasier. He played the sports talk show host, Bulldog. Right. Uh, and he's been in a ton of other things. Right. And he's appearing in Chicago starting December 6th? Uh, something like that. Uh, yeah. You'll listen to the interview because uh, I think he says the exactly when it, it's coming up in the next uh, few weeks. Uh, anyway, he said he, he talked to us about uh, that. He talked about Silence of the Lambs and Frasier and, and the, the play. And it's, it's a good one. Check it out. It's a Minutia Man Celebrity Interview. Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. We decided right before we came on that we're going to. Yeah, we're to, taking the week off. Yeah. Too. We weren't on last week either. Well, did you? And, you know, I should have mentioned it. We got so many emails about where we were and and i actually did get a couple did you really yeah i, did. I didn't get anything <laughs> i actually did get a couple. i was thinking that no one even noticed <laughs> well we won't be back next week right. it's thanksgiving we'll be it's back in two more weeks we them. would love to wish everybody a healthy and healthy a healthy and healthy thanksgiving holiday. that's right we'll be back in two weeks with another episode of Minutia Man. The proceeding was a presentation of Opi Productions. Find our other shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opi Productions. Tony, can you shut up? What do you get when you hear a celebrity Minutia Man interview, Dave? Rick, think of Dan Rather and Bill Maher having a kid. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. So you'll get Minutia. Right. What does a Damone from Fast Times at Ridgemont High really think about the movie? Only right? one place to find out, and that's Celebrity Minutia Man interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Mystery. Fits.